Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real Podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, Will You Be Foolish or Wise? I, I really want you guys to, to hear me out because this is what I used to do when I was little. Uh, it would be me and all of my cousins. And I never forget, uh, we would get snacks maybe throughout the day or whatever. But I had the tendency to hold my snacks. And in me holding my snacks, I would watch them eat their, their snacks. I'm talking about eat it all up. I ain't save nothing for later on or anything like that. So I had the tendency, I was the queen of keeping and holding my snacks until it was later. And I'll never forget this one particular time. Um, it was getting dark or something like that. And my granny had put the food up and everything. And, and so at my grandma's house, whenever she put the food up, that means <laughs> you better eat your snacks. But because you're not finna, you should eat all you wanted to eat then. And she would let you go back every now and then. But most of the time, you know, she would, you know, let us nibble on our snacks. But anyway, I had a tendency to, to hide mine. And I would watch them eat their, I would watch them eat their snacks up and just, you know, so much energy throughout the day and just doing whatever. And when it would be late, then I would bring my snacks out because they've already now they've they've eaten up all of their stuff. But I would normally pull mine out when it's later and when I'm actually hungry, hungry. It never failed. They always begged for, for my chips or my snacks. And I would always tell them no, because, I mean, we all was given the same snacks, right? And this often would get on their nerves because to this day, we can kind of, you know, we can kind of talk about it now. One of my cousins, Christy, she would laugh all the time. She was like, you remember you sold your snack? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I did, honey. I used, I was good at holding my snacks. But, you know, that analogy made me think about this particular chapter in the Bible, um, and it's in Matthew 25 verses one through 13. Let me, let me just read it. It, it it'll make sense in a, in, a, in a minute. It says, then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps. But the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was laid, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, there were uh, rose by the shout of, look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. And all the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, please give us some of your oil because our lamps are getting low. But the others replied, we don't have enough for us all. Go to a shop and buy some for yourself. But while they were going to buy oil, the, bar the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. 
But he called back, believe me, I don't know you. Let me read that again. It says, but he called back. Believe me, I don't know you. And the scripture goes on to say, so you too must keep watch. For you do not know the day or hour for my return. You know, this is not my my first time reading. Reading this uh, this chapter, but. In this time of me reading it, it was a little bit different um, than the last time. You know, whenever you you grow in God's word, sometimes you can pull something totally different than what you pulled the last time. And that's what I appreciate God's word for in my life, because even though the word has been around for as long as it has been around, he still gives revelation to the simplicity of his word. And I appreciate the fact that he loves me enough that even when I go back and I read a chapter again, I mean, I could have read the same chapter over and over and over again, and he will still show me something totally different. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the ability to understand his word. One of the things that I did in my youth, I asked God that, you know, growing up, I said, God, if you want me to read this, if you want me to read this, then I got to understand it. And so I'll never forget um, one of my pastors from back in my childhood. He had got me this Bible that was so it broke the word down so good. And I have moments where I even go back to that Bible to this day so that I could get clarity and understand it for it. So I thank God for allowing me to be able to, you know, to see his word in that way. But this particular chapter or this, you know, this particular book reminded me so much of my past and, you know, how I I talk about the, you know, the snacks and the chips and how I waited, you know, to eat them at the right time. It, it, it kind of puts you in the mind of this chapter and, um, What stood out the most was uh, verses two through four uh, to me. It says five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. Now I'm sitting and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, it, why not just share it? You know, why not just, you know, um, give, you know, give them some of the oil, you know, they, 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 they didn't give a time, you know, timeline as to which, you know, when the bridegroom would come. So I guess sharing it, you know, would be okay. But what comes to mind is why take a lamp? And if you've been, if you, if you are a person who is familiar with the lamp and the oil then at some point it would make sense that we may not have enough or I could possibly run out. Like I I was thinking to myself, like why not carry extra just in case you may need it along the way? I mean, that, 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 that makes sense to do that. And I, I had the most puzzled look because what's the use of a lamp with no oil? 
Like there's absolutely no use for it at all. So why do we say we love a God we can't see and have a hard time loving those who we can see? I know, I know. <laughs> I snuck that one in there. I know, I, I know, but, but bear with me. While we say we want God's will for our lives, yet we compromise to be socially accepted. I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking, this is a we thing. <laughs> How is it that five knew what to do, but the other five were lost? So I wonder to myself, could we be amongst people who may look the part, hmm, but they turn out to be foolish? Could we be the ones who look the part, but turn out foolish in the end? Yeah, we, we, we can. Like, I, I've, I've made decisions in my life where after the fact, I'm like, that was, that was a dumb move, I want to step. What were you thinking? But sometimes in the moment of a situation, you don't think properly, which is why we should consistently, consistently, daily renew, ask God to renew our minds. You know, some people would say the five that were wise should have been nice enough and given the other five their alls. And I promise you, I was in agreement with that. I, I, I was until I realized that we all got we all got got lamps and we all got oil. When you saw the other, just say, for instance, if I was the foolish one, right? And I saw one of my sisters over there getting extra oil. Now, first of all, I'm be like, okay, girl, why are you getting extra oil? You know, what, what, what's, what, what, what's the use of you getting extra oil? And, and I would hope that sister girl would say, girl, you just never know, honey. But also, even in that, there are sometimes that people will have sense enough to have extra or get extra and not even tell you. But you've got to be wise enough to know. I mean, it may that's common sense to get extra, especially because you don't have a, 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 an ideal date. I mean, time as to when the bridegroom is going to come. So just in case. It's the just in case that can mess us up. I was with, you know, I was with the agreement, you know, when some people would say, you know, the five that were wise should have been nice enough, you know, to give the other five some of their oil. But when I really think about it and I think of me making decisions in my life, like right now at this moment, like I'm questioning if I give you some of my oil, what is it going to cost me later? You see, we, we, we all are given a lamp. We're all given a body, a soul, identity, purpose, life, and a spirit. Yet it serves no purpose if we like the oil. And guess what? The use of someone else's body or their soul or identity or purpose or life and spirit has nothing to do with us. The thing that made me look puzzled is when the foolish versions 
extra wise virgins for some of their oil. Something tells me that they were actually looking for something in return. When we're all given an opportunity to get before God and gain access to him, they, they all had an opportunity. Like you saw the other ones you had to, if you all were together, you had to see somebody out of the five who were wise get extra. So that makes me think about my life and what we're living, the times we're living in right now and me having access to God and me getting before God and me just really, you know, gaining access to him because he's available. Like, like I'll tell you what I do. I have access to preaching so I can always hear a sermon. You can go on YouTube, you can go on Facebook. Now you can go and you can, there's so many different tools where you can get a word. I have access to worship so I can always get in his presence through uh, instrumentals or someone else singing a worship song. I have access to my word so I can always read it for myself. Even when I do hear my pastor preaching, I can always take what it is that that she's preached and I can always go back and I can apply it to my own life and get an understanding for myself. I have silence because oftentimes, you know, in my car when I'm driving back from work or if I'm going to work, I can, I can talk to him and in, in my bedroom or in my bathroom, I have access to him. Like we all have access to him. It's making time for him that, that matters. That's where we can sometimes be foolish because we won't utilize time. We, we make excuses as to why we can't get in our word. We make excuses as to why we may not be able to listen to a sermon. We, we make excuses as to why we may not be able to worship him. We, we, we can come up with so many different things and don't get me wrong. I am not trying to downplay your life and the busyness of it, but at some point you've got to take out time. I got to take out time to make sure that I'm talking to God. It it makes me it makes me think about a mother and their child. If they never engage, they'll never know each other. Like they have to talk. And one of the things in my life that I appreciate my mom for growing up is that she was easy for me to talk to. There was nothing that I couldn't go through or that I didn't go through that I didn't tell her. And, and, and as, as strange as this may sound, but she did the same with me. It introduced trust. <sighs> you know, the most troubling times I've had is when I'm riding home with no music and I'm just not really voicing to God about how I feel. And I'll never forget. And the reason that I say troubling because it took me a minute to understand what God was doing in those moments in my life. Because you could either be angry about situations or you can talk to him about it. 
And, and one thing that I love about God is that he's not just there for me to drop my problems off, but all at the same time, he is there. <laughs> it was easy for me. It started to become easy for me to talk to him. Like this was, this was like years ago when I was, you know, trying to, I was in, uh, undergrad and I was trying to work and I was just doing all of these different things, trying to juggle life. And at this particular time, <laughs> my radio wasn't working. Okay. So instead of me being in a position to understand that I can use this time to really talk to God, I was more upset and more frustrated than anything. And God taught me that even I am in the midst of a silent moment. You've just got to make you. You've got to give me access to be there. I've told you several times on many podcasts before that God is such a gentleman and he doesn't push himself over into us, but we have access to him. So that means that I can tap into him. That means that I can talk to him. That means that I can go to him and 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 I could just have a conversation with him. And I noticed that even now in my adult life, that even when I get off work now and I have a drive to take from work to home, like I don't even turn the radio on. One thing I'm going to turn the radio on is because I don't heard the phone all day. Folks, you know, going through things and, you know, I've had to deal with so many different things at work. And just to be able to have a peace and quiet, that does me some good. But I use that time. To just really thank God, tell him what what's on my mind, what happened in my day, what what transpired and, you know, God, what is it that you want me to do next? What is it that you're seeing? What is it that you're saying? God, what's my plan for this particular situation or what's your purpose for me doing this? Like a lot of times the answers that we're needing, it's in the midst of us just talking to him. I just think that we are all, you know, offered access to him. We're offered salvation and believe it or not, we're all going to leave this world one day, but we can't wait until we get to heaven to later realize we don't have no oil. (laughs) You know, the oil would be a light for you. The oil will be a light for me. And the oil can carry us through some hard places and the oil can sustain us when we're lost. (laughs) And I know going to church and or even listening to, you know, to church on on the internet and stuff like that, I, I get that, but you gotta have, you gotta have the oil. The oil matters. And in this particular case with the with 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 the women, without it, they missed it. This is why I understand the scriptures do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And this is why I've learned to love people or try to love people the way that God does. And 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 even regardless to how I've been treated, still 
make sure that I respond in love. And then if I have been hurt by someone or have been, you know, mistreated or mishandled by someone, I do get my frustrations out and I do tell God, voice to God how I feel. But then I, I ask him, God, teach me how to love. Regardless to what they've done, regardless to what has transpired, still teach me how to love because I don't ever want anybody to be the cause of me missing God. That's what makes it easy for me to forgive. Because the thing, the same thing that I require from God <laughs> is the same thing he requires from me. And, and meaning that I, I require, I ask him, God, I need you to forgive me of my sins. And he in return says, but can you forgive so-and-so for what they've done? He'll teach you how to do it if you, if you ask him. You know, one day I think to myself that I've, I've got to use wisdom. I've got to make the right choices and I've got to make the right decisions along my journey. Even through impossible situations. And my question to you is, are you wise or are you foolish? Like, look at your life right now and you ask yourself this question. Am I being wise in this situation or am I being foolish? I can't tell you when the return would come. I don't, I don't know when he would crack the sky. I don't know when all of this would fade away. But I, I don't have time to be foolish in this season either. And I'm not saying that you won't make mistakes. And I'm not saying that you, you know, you won't have difficult times and you won't mess up. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that you've got to have such a relationship with God. That either you can lay all of that on the altar. Will you be wise or foolish? You have time right now. If you are listening to me, you have time to get your oil. I'm basically saying don't put off tomorrow which you can definitely do today. The oil is available. I'm just wondering, will you fill your lamp? Will you be foolish? Or will you be wise? God, I pray for every person who is listening. God, if they don't know how to be wise, I pray that you would intervene. I pray that you would bring clarity and understanding to a place that may be dark, that may be hard for them to make decisions. God, I pray that you would, you would intervene.
to those who are making or are at a four-way stop trying to make the best decisions for their lives. God, I pray that you would draw them back to you. All I'm asking you is to look around you. And if you're having a hard time looking around you and seeing what I'm saying, then all you got to do is turn on the TV. And every channel will bring so much clarity and understanding that it's so important that I have my oil now. To be foolish is a choice. To be wise is to be prepared. The five wise said, just in case, just in case, if I, I run out of oil, I'll have enough left, just in case. You can have a just-in-case in your life, but even in having a just-in-case, you've got to make sure that you use it properly. Will you fill your lamp? Will you be wise? Or will you be foolish?